You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and Lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. On this week's episode, it's episode 26, and it's our last episode before Christmas. We're talking all about holidays, like new holiday commandments, what you can do to decrease your anxiety around the holidays, and genuinely just enjoy this time of the year. This has been a bad year, and it's going to be a great Christmas. And Hanukkah. Welcome back, guys. It's episode 26. This, Dr. Tiffany, this is our holiday podcast. Yay. I'm so excited that we get to take a little bit of time today, a little bit of a break from our chaotic lives and every frantic thing going on in our brains, in our personal and professional lives, and let's not forget all the Christmas shopping that needs to get done, for me at least, Mm. and talk about what's really important for the holidays this year, because this year is different. We just dealt with Thanksgiving that was different, and I think Christmas is going to be different for a lot of people in different ways than Thanksgiving because we are forced, regardless if we want to or not, we are forced to celebrate different this year. And maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing, but I hope after today's episode, people that are listening, hopefully you're all listening to us, will have a little bit more of a peace of mind and how to deal with some of the holiday stressors that... I think probably affects everyone. What do you think? So um, just for the audience, Lisa brought this. I'll let her kind of, oh, I'll read it. it Lisa yeah, you can read it. picked up this magazine from her, uh, her littlest Brooklyn school. It's called South Florida Family Life. And it's one of those magazines that you like, eh, whatever, you know, it's somewhere. And then like she says it has really good articles in it. And so she brought one of the articles today that talks about holiday commandments. And I actually, I, I really like the article actually. And so we're going to kind of touch on some of them, maybe all of them depends on time and kind of delve into it a little bit more and see how we kind of perceive what they, you know, refer to as a commandment. Yeah. And just as a a preface to our podcast, you all know, we're not therapists. We're not mental health professionals. However, I think these tips that we can provide today with a combination of the legal side and the medical side will hopefully add a little bit more calmness to your holiday without, having a complete session with a therapist. Yeah. We'll be your therapist sort of for the day, right? For so, the moment. What is this one? It says, thou shall quit worshiping perfection. Okay, so let's talk about that for a moment. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm a Virgo. I am, if you follow horoscopes, a perfectionist, which is part of my personality. Good things and bad things come from perfectionist, but What I think is important about this holiday is because it's going to be different, you have to be flexible and realize that even your perfect, we'll say quote unquote, perfect Christmas tree, your perfect Christmas celebration. Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I will show a picture, guys, on Instagram of my we'll put kindergarten our, tree. We'll put our Christmas tree side by side. You guys can guess who's who's. Oh, it won't be hard. Trust me. It definitely won't be hard. But, you know, even the perfect Christmas dinner, the perfect Christmas gift, I've been hearing from clients and friends, you know, what do we get our kids this year? You know, everybody has so many toys, so many things. And I want to make sure that, especially for me with my girls, and I think for your son as well, that we make sure we step away from the perfect gift and figure out what is the most meaningful 
way to celebrate the holiday this year. So I was uh, a little story real quick. I can't talk forever on stories. We're never going to get through these, but I was so oh, proud of my, us. I was so proud of my son. I was like, Poppy, what do you want Santa to get you for Christmas? And he's like, whatever Santa wants to get me, mommy. And I'm like, oh my God, I have an angel for a child. I mean, it was, and he just stuck with it. He was with his, he was with his dad and his dad's family. And I guess they wrote Christmas lists and someone had Harrison write down what he wants. And it says, whatever Santa wants to give me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, um, and he's going to have a little bit of a different Christmas this year too, right? Cause yeah. he's not going to be with the two of you together. Right. In your so he'll be with Christmas. me this year for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So he had him Thanksgiving. I've got him Christmas. So we're alternating, but you know, he's a very well adjusted kid. So, I mean, I'm super lucky that he's taken this whole divorce thing in stride. Um, super, super, super lucky. But, um, you know, I've decided to do kind of to your point, like this big Christmas party. So, you know, I told you yeah. on Easter, I usually do this big, I'm talking like catered flowers, tent, like the whole nine yards. Yep. And I couldn't do it for Easter this year. So Canceled. we just had you guys over. So we did it inside the house. So I decided to do it for Christmas. Okay. And, uh, it's on, so it's back on. And so now I've gone into full on, like Tiffany's throwing a party mode, like the chargers and the plates and the glasses and the flowers and the silverware and the this and the that. And you have to make something, by the way. So I'm not making all the food this year. Everyone's bringing a dish. So I you're will bring a dish. Order it from Fresh Market. I will not uh, make a dish, but so, I will bring a nice gift. I mean, I'm definitely like you. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a perfectionist. I plan, plan, plan. But I will say when the party comes, when the time comes, I let go because now it's just time to enjoy everything and have fun. But I like to plan because I want everyone to have a good time. You know, as far as planning goes, that's an interesting point. And I think it's important when we talk about all the holidays this year because everybody was celebrating all the holidays different. But I think Christmas is probably, and Hanukkah for, you know, other people as well, Kwanzaa. There's other holidays that's you know, surround the holiday season, you know, not just Christmas. But I think so much of the time and effort is put into the planning and putting into the perfect platters, you know, and the perfect food and, you know, where's everybody going to sit? And I'm guilty of this. I'll be the first to admit it. I sometimes lose sight of the actual experience itself, you know, and spending quality time and, you know, putting all your garbage, you know, and your mental stuff aside and just really enjoying the moments that you have with your friends and with your family, because it's easy to just get caught up, you know, in the presents and the platters and, all of these fancy things that we care about, but at the same time, everybody wants it to be some sort of normal holiday. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with the planning process. It's just being able to understand that things might go wrong and it's okay if things go wrong, right? Not uh, having to yeah. do with perfection. If it, it's like planning this entire wedding and like something's happening and you don't even know what happened because you were too busy having fun, right? So it's the same kind of concept. Enjoying the experience. Yeah. And I think for everyone, whatever you choose to do for your holiday season this year, try to enjoy the actual experience and not get caught up in all the details because they're going to get jacked up in some way. Which actually brings us to the second one, which says, thou shall not overcommit. Ooh. Oh, I told boy. you guys my favorite word is no. Love the word no. And I am super overcommitted professionally right now, so I cannot overcommit. I mean, it's, you know, you just for both of us, sometimes it's really hard for me to even get here to do this, and sometimes it's hard for you to get you to get here to do this. Oh, so yes. It's, it's, you know, to carve out time for a party, even though there's probably going to be less parties this year, so it's probably going to be you know, less stressful to have to commit to something. But guys, like, it's okay if you miss the party. It's not, I have like one Christmas party to go to this year. That's it. I'm super excited about it. 
Yeah, I mean, even the parties that are actually going to be happening, there's probably going to be a lot less people attending, yeah. you know, because of COVID and things like that. But I think when you talk about committing and overcommitting, sometimes it's just within your own family. You know, you can't be in two places at the same time. And you can't really enjoy yourselves if you are forced to be in just even in a mental space, you know, two spaces at the same time, which I know that sounds silly, but I found myself the last couple of weeks feeling like that. You know, like I can't physically be hanging out with my kids and enjoying their time, yet I have to think about all these other things with work, you know, and spending time with other family members. It's just hard, you know? So just try to find time that you really want to spend with the people you're with and yeah, I mean, focus you know, on that. We're taking, um, you know, I'm taking Harrison skiing, and I've like told myself, and I mean, when I I have to do a little bit of work every day, or it's just a complete and utter shit show when I get oh, back. Yep, I hear so, you. So, but I like told myself, like when we're out skiing, it's me and him. Like we're we're all, I'm all in. Like I'm not. I've I'm not. I, I'm sending an email to patients ahead of time, letting them know I'm going yep. out of town, and you know. So it's just basically Away whatever message. whatever you need, you tell me now. Because, of course, I'm going to be on top of a mountain in Colorado and might not be able to have cell reception. Well, forget the fact that you might not have cell reception. You shouldn't be responsible for every little thing that's popping up when you're literally trying to ski with your kid. Right. How do you do everything at the same time? So, I mean, I'm trying to I've learned to really kind of compartmentalize my life. So I go home, you know, five, five thirty and. If he's with me that night and he's awake, I am I'm all his until he goes to bed. After yep. bed, it's coffee, tea, and mommy goes back to work. But you know, I have to compartmentalize or else I just I feel stressed out. So you know, it's yeah, like you have going to. back to the commitment. Like I just commit to to one thing in a certain time period and try not to do multiple things at once and give it your all yeah. while you're there. Yeah, which is easier said than done. We both know that. Yeah, uh, definitely. What is, so, what do you think of "Thou shall rest"? R E S T. Uh, what what does that mean, oh, Doctor Tiffany? Self care. Self care is essential all year long. How many times do I talk about self care? Well, let's take a minute on that one because I mentioned at the very beginning of our podcast, 2020 was my year to dedicate to self care. And well, I mean, it was kind of a shitty year to decide to do that. No, no, I don't think so. I think it was a good year to do it. Funny, everybody's laughing in this studio right now, but. I don't think it was a bad year. I'll tell you why. Because I was forced for two months to stay home without being able to go anywhere because we were basically in quarantine. And I had to figure out ways to deal with, you know, my own stress and managing working from home without a nanny, with limited help, you know, outside and juggle my kids and um, figure out some form of school for them without losing my shit, like without literally getting committed to a mental ward. What was your self-care? Well, I started walking with you. Which is how the podcast was get created. Back into that, by yeah, the way. that was so much fun. No, we gotta get back We would into make that. a cocktail and we would walk. Remember? And it's perfect <laughs> weather do. now to be outside. Reminisce. Yeah, we would just walk and talk and look at all the houses and yep. things that we're getting. You know, people were doing renovations, and we have a great neighborhood to walk around in. Yeah. All those beautiful trees and leaves and everything. But that was one. And then I got my Peloton. My husband got me my Peloton yes. bike. I started working out. I started working out with Hannah, which we had on our podcast, Hannah the Trainer. And I started doing boot camps with her on Saturdays and Sundays. Started going to the nail salon I more. started, um, wait, I grew out my fingernails. Hello. Yes. We have two reformed nail biters here, people. Yes. Major. We have the exact same hands. It's creepy. It's very weird. Yes. <laughs> very weird. But I grew out my nails, which is a big deal. I started getting manicures. And besides the physical stuff, you know, 
I just got into a better headspace where I figured out, okay, I need to make time for myself and I need to figure out how to do that. And for me, Tiffany, acknowledging that fact was the first step. Yeah. So I definitely accomplished that. I'm still working on how to actually follow through with it, but I'm, you know, I'm aware of it. And I think awareness is the first step to any type of problem solving. For me, I think it's, it's honestly just physical rest. Um, oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, because like I said, I, I'm very, um, a little overcommitted professionally. I'm because I'm a perfectionist. I like my office notes done a certain way. I, I follow up my patients all the time. And I just feel like there's always something kind of lingering over my head. So I typically on a normal weeknight will work between the hours of 830 and 11 o'clock at night on my laptop every night. So I can't, I, it's hard for me to kind of like wind down and go to sleep. So for me, it's just physical sleep and turning off my laptop and laying down and watching TV like a normal American. I do that every night. I have to say, I I mean, I lay in bed. How many times do you text me? I'm like, I'm working. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm watching Bravo right now. Some junk TV show that I cannot stop watching because it's somebody else's train wreck (laughs) that I'm not (laughs) giving my legal advice to how to fix their train wreck. But this magazine, guys, um, South Florida Family Life, which is free. You can pick it up anywhere. It's in a lot of the preschools, sometimes some of the grocery stores, too, um, at least if you're in Florida. But um, psychologist Julia Flynn gave some ideas about self-care, which if you're like me, you need someone to tell you, hey, take care of yourself. You're a doctor, so you say it every day. I probably would enjoy hearing it Actually, I did it today. I told someone she needs to learn mindfulness exercises today. Every day. There you go. So this um, therapist says simple ways to recharge yourself include taking a warm bath, watching a favorite TV show, my Bravo, a walk outside, curling up with a juicy novel, a nap, or a massage. So I was playing golf in South Carolina over Thanksgiving because I took me time. So we go up to South Carolina. I'm out playing golf, and um, it was outside of Charleston. I can't remember the I, I, Isle of Palms, I think, was the island. And I on the know, 17th and 18th pretty. hole, it's on the Atlantic Ocean. And it was like 60 degrees. Wow. It was kind of sprinkling rain the entire time. And right when we got to the hole that was on the ocean, it stopped raining. And I was like, oh, my God. Stunning, stunning, wow. stunning, stunning. Yes. You have that picture on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And that was a moment for you. That, it was like it was like the aha, like it was just a great moment. I was outside. It felt so good. And I finally, you know, the nice thing about playing golf, you can't do anything else while you're playing. Like, you can't. Like you, you have you, to focus on. You've got to focus on what you're doing. So that's one of the reasons I picked it up. Is I just, it it forces me to relax, and then I get frustrated, and then I relax, and then I get frustrated again. It's the most frustrating sport in the world. But at the end of it, it's. But you're forced you know, to chill for a minute because you have to yeah. focus on the hole. Yep. Yep. I don't know if I the could hole. do that, but well. <laughs> Isn't that the par? What's yeah. it called? I don't know anything about golf. Yeah, it's a hole. The yeah. hole? Yeah. 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 I said it right. Yeah. Okay. I sound like a moron with most sports. How about this one? Thou shalt honor thy family, attempting, attempting to please others by saying yes to everyone else's holiday plans without taking into account you and your family's desires can also cause undue anxiety, frustration, and resentment. I, what do you think about that? Listen, listen, this is <laughs> not to get into anything too personal, but this goes back to it's not about what you think you're doing for your family. It's about what your family needs from you. They're two unequivocally different things. 
right? So I ask, absolutely. My, I, I ask my son like, okay, Poppy, what do you want to do for dinner? It's like, do you want to go out or you want to stay in? Oh, I want to stay in mommy. So we stay in, you know, like it's not about yep. what I, what I think is best for him. I'm talking about stupid stuff, guys. I'm not talking about like what I think is best for him. You know, obviously I know more than him. Oh, about sure. Life. Yeah. But like when it comes to little decisions, these little things that'll make him happy, these little things that matter to him. Okay. What do you want to do? I want to go on a bike ride. Okay, you know what? It's light out still. Let's go. You know, it's not about what I think he would want and love to do. It's about what he wants to love and do. So perfect. And as a a parent, sorry to cut you off. As a parent, you really should put your needs aside and figure out what is going to help your kids have the most happiness and, you know, have a good day and navigate through life. Not even just your kids, your spouse. Oh, yeah, your spouse too. It's the same. It's, you know like I want to hang Christmas lights in the house. I want to hang Christmas lights in the house. Never hang Christmas lights in the house. We're hanging damn Christmas lights in the house this year. It's happening. I was going to tell you that is so funny. You brought that up. So my kids are obsessed with lights and I made my husband put lights up, which he did. And they look great. However, we're missing an extension cord and we have to get a specific kind that can fit basically under our gate and our front yard. Long story short, the lights haven't physically been lit up yet the kids are freaking out when are the lights going to be up and we drove by your house the other day and Kylie said to me mom is Tiffany going to put lights up on her house yes we are Kylie happening this Saturday and I will let her know that because she said I think it would be really cool for Harrison to have lights up on their house did you do rainbow lights or clear lights rainbow lights yeah see all right I can't do the rainbow lights (laughs) I, I had to negotiate with Harrison over this. He, he goes, wants Mommy, rainbow, I want rainbow lights. And I'm like, so I was trying to find the ones that switch between rainbow and clear. Those so are when cool. He, when he goes to bed, I can just go bing, clear. But I couldn't find them. Well, I found them, but I couldn't get them in in time. And I have to hang them this Saturday. So I said, Poppy, can we negotiate? Can we get like the dangly lights that are white? He's like, okay, mom, as those long are as pretty. there's lights. So those look like doing. a winter wonderland. Yeah. That's I what like we're those doing. lights. But little things, you know? Little things. Like, okay, rainbow lights. This for kid has kid? not stopped talking about hanging Christmas lights in a week. Yeah, so, you got to do it. Yeah. They I I feel like the kids get together and they like you know, they they I don't want to say force each other but they talk about it. What kind of lights do you have? Do you, yep. did you put your lights up yet? Yep. Are you sure? Did your elf come yet? The elf on a shelf? Does Harrison into that? The elf on a shelf? Yes. And I don't know if I'm Shit, I don't know if I moved him last night. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Hello parents. I'm sure you all know this already, but your elf has to move in the morning every single morning. That is how your children know that the elf still maintains their magic. And I learned yesterday when I was watching my daughter's online class, if your elf loses its magic, you're supposed to soak them in a bath with water and sugar or sprinkle cinnamon around their feet and they will immediately regain their magic. Yeah, I said to Kylie, not happening. Last year, our elf, what's your elf's name? We have two. We have Rosie and Mary. So we have Seashell. And Seashell last year, his little trick that he did is he decided to poop in the sink. And I put little chocolate chips as his poop. And he was like sitting in the sink and there's oh, little wow. chocolate chip poops coming out of him. It was really funny. And but then I, I took toilet paper and like wrapped it all around him. <laughs> oh, like a mummy kind of? Yeah. Like, but I thought like, elves were supposed to behave. I don't You have a naughty elf? No. Yeah, he's naughty. He's super oh. naughty. He gets into things. Yeah. Oh, you have a naughty elf. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, I don't need a naughty elf in my house. No, thanks. Okay, let's go over a couple more. Let me just stop for a minute, though, because I can't continue this without having this conversation with you, Tiffany. I need to rack your brain as a cardiologist on ways that you think people can try to decrease some of their stress levels during this holiday season, because I'm sure you're seeing this in your office, and I'm just curious your thoughts on this and what you can provide for people as just little little tips to help um, them. 
I, I really do think the biggest thing is compartmentalizing. Like if it's Christmas Day, it's Christmas Day. I always tell people for most things, you're not going to accomplish anything after 5 p.m. And you're not going to accomplish anything prior to 8 a.m. And you're not going to accomplish anything on a holiday. Nothing's open. So oh, you might true. as well just, you know, it's like even in my, like I have, sometimes I get behind on like office work that I just have to physically do myself, like typing something in. But when people get stressed out, like, oh, client, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the courthouse isn't open. Yep. The insurance companies aren't open. You know, the banks aren't open. The stock market's not open. So just stop. Like, just stop. Just, just, it can wait. It can wait. Because no matter what you do right now, shit's still not going to happen until 9.01 tomorrow morning. That's true. Right? So sometimes it's just about compartmentalizing and stepping back, taking a deep breath. I always tell people, you know, sometimes you just have to walk away from the environment for a second. And that's okay. Like, if you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling like someone's upsetting you, it's okay to walk away. And then just come back in. Because if you keep yourself in that environment, you, it's, like, it's like being in the middle of a tornado. You can't, oh, yeah. you can't get yourself out of it, right? So compartmentalize, I think, and learn that it's okay to just kind of step away. You don't have to be rude. But, you know, you can get your point of view. Listen, I'm, you know, I, I got to step away for a second. I'll be back in a minute. And that's, right. a th- you know, you probably could solve 100 problems by just doing that. So, Well, this article also talks about Um, some other ways to help manage stress and they talk about experiment with small changes that can relieve your stress this is probably a good one for me hire a caretaker to help you with some of your kid activities Uh, I know you've already accomplished that one but also delegate activities and events that need to happen for your holiday season to other people like errands that need to be run um, out of I'm state. I'm doing it at the party. Everyone's bringing a dish this year. That's important. Delegation, baby. Delegation. You got to do that because yep. otherwise you're just overwhelmed and you're like, oh my God, really? Do I have to finish all this stuff in the next 24 hours? For me, it's like just picking out Christmas gifts and then actually physically mailing them because my sister's out of state. Her kid's out of state. I already did my twins. The twins, the nephews, done. Got it. I, of course you did it already. I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm sure it. Alexa ordered them for you yep. and shipped them out, right? Yep. Yeah, I figured that. That's still on my list. I got to get those out. But it's like helping, having people delegate, well, having you delegate chores like that. Like mail out all the out-of-state Christmas gifts prior to December 23rd. I'm I'm pretty bad about that. So again, again, I'm going to go back to Alexa. The reason I like Amazon, and I know people have a problem with this because, you know, small business, and I get it. I'm all about small businesses. However, in a busy life like mine, every time, what I do is I like, if I see something I like for Harrison, I just go on Amazon and like make a Christmas list. And then when I get home, I can just buy it then or whatever. Put it in your cart. Or what I also do that has nothing to do with Amazon is if I have like, if I see an ad for something or I see something somewhere and I think he might like it, it's on the internet. I take a screenshot. So I remember what it is for later. And then when I get home, I can take care of it instead of wondering, Oh, what was the name of that gift? What was the name of that toy? You should see the screenshots I have in my phone from stuff I want to buy for Harrison. That's funny. You said that I was just talking to a client this morning and I got her divorce finalized, which was a really big deal. And she was like, I don't know what to do for gifts for my girl. She has kids similar in age to mine. And they usually, her and her husband usually split up the Christmas gift shopping. And, you know, they're not talking right now. So that makes it a little more complicated for them. So I was telling her as she goes through her day, take screenshots of things that she hears about or sees. Yeah. Um, you know, or if you come up with a thought, make a little note on your notes on your, you know, your phone. But I had taken a bunch of screenshots of stuff that my kids saw on TV and on YouTube that they wanted. So I have them saved so I can just probably go home tonight and put them on my Amazon cart. Yep. Because if you wait also, the popular gifts, they'll be all yeah. sold out. I mean, that's by this, actually this weekend is my gift weekend. This is the weekend I'm going to go online, try and order stuff and get it wrapped and get it under the tree. And But it's good that you're actually designating a day to do that. 
Because you yeah. have to. No, no, no. I have to. You have to. Because we've got this Telluride trip coming up too, and I've got to pack and deal. I had to. I couldn't find Harrison's hat or scarf, and I had to get on Amazon, and that's like way more important because he's gonna freeze to death without it. Oh my so gosh, yeah. I dealt with all that, and luckily it's an Airbnb, so I can wash clothes there, so I don't have to like overpack. That's but a big deal. Yeah, I've got that's a, a big deal Christmas, with the wash machine. Christmas gifts is gonna be this weekend. I probably yeah. should take your advice and take care of Christmas gifts this weekend. It's it's on my list. It's definitely on my list. And for those of you that are celebrating Hanukkah, which is coming up on December 11th, which is the first night. Remember, you have those eight nights, those eight crazy nights. So put stuff in your Amazon cart or Target and Target, Target ships, cart, Target card and Target ships to your house now. Yep. Um, no extra charge. So you can do that and you can start getting your stuff. Target. Organize. Target. Yeah. All right. Hit me with one more. Getting your stuff organized. Commandment. Okay. Another commandment that we need to talk about. Oh, I like this one. Thou shall simplify. The holiday can be manageable and simple if we allow it to be. What makes the holiday so difficult is our own thinking about it. We make it difficult for ourselves. You know, you tell me that stuff all the time. Christmas, no Christmas. You're making things more complicated, Lisa. It's true. I'm not denying the fact that you might be true. I'm not admitting that you're correct, but I'm not denying that you might be correct. (laughs) See what I'm saying? But you just don't want to give me credit. I got it's it. It's probably true. No, I don't think it's that. I don't. Well, maybe, maybe a little bit. Sometimes but, I oversimplify things, which is maybe a problem too. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, we'll figure it out. I mean, I don't know. Well, but I think isn't that's my that, doctor side. Is that ignoring the problem though? Uh, no. I mean, I, I tend to just ad- address major problems and I triage in my head, so I simplify it that way. Like, how big of a problem is this that I need to deal with it right now? But do you agree that if you avoid the problem, sometimes it just gets worse? Yes. As opposed to just taking it on as it's approaching you? Yeah. Well, little yeah, that, by little? That, that I do. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a procrastinator when it comes to stuff like that. Like I, like if I'm in a fight with somebody, we're going to deal this shit tonight. Like it's not like we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and pretend like it never happened. No, oh, no. and talk about it. Well, no, that no, no. happens a lot. You know, you, you sit there. <laughs> this happened over I Thanksgiving. Stew. I stew if I like wait. Well, I, for me, I just can't sleep. Like, if it's bothering me and I can't address it, I just, I can't sleep. And then I'm up for hours figuring out how to handle the problem when I probably just should have addressed it, you know, as it was approaching me. But I think this happens with families a lot. I mean, I see it in court and I I know it's happening in, you know, personal lives that aren't client lives as well, you know, where you have a difference of opinion. You're with your family. You know, holidays are usually spent with family. We had this over Thanksgiving and you disagree. So what do you do? What are you disagreeing about? I'm confused what people are disagreeing about. Like, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, in our family, like, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything that we talk about that we disagree. Because we, we just talk about Harrison being in school, the twins being in school, what's going on in our lives. I mean, I shouldn't say we never. I mean, they might be like, oh, I don't know, T, whatever, whatever. But, like, a full-on, like, disagreement, I don't know. I can't tell you the last time someone, like, there was a major disagreement in my family about anything. That's very happy to hear. I don't think that's the normal. But what, give life. me an example. Oh my gosh, I could sit. I could do a whole podcast on this. <laughs> I'm not going to waste everybody's time on this. I mean, I grew up in a household. Obviously, I have two sisters, and I had a very dominant mother who, and I don't mean like dominant, like she controlled everything. But we called her Queen Bee. Um, she made a lot of the rules, and there wasn't a lot of room for negotiating on the rules. And you know, I grew up with a father 
who's, you know, he's still alive, obviously. My mom's passed. And he's a psychologist. So he was more about, since we were kids, you know, let's talk about our feelings. Let's talk about the best way to solve the problem. And I've realized over the years, and of course, I apply this to my divorce clients' lives all the time, you can disagree on ways to solve the problem, but still agree what the problem is. That's true. And the disagreement in ways to solve the problem from what I've seen in my own life and in my clients' lives is sometimes worse than the identification of the problem itself. Yeah. I remember there was one, there was one time it it shows a difference in parenting. And I don't know if I've ever even told you this story. You had said something to me about how something happened with Kylie and and you guys were like going to sit down and you needed to talk about it. I'm thinking to myself, you don't get an opinion. You're seven. Sit down and shut up. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just totally different. Cause like I tell Harrison, I'm like, I don't negotiate with terrorists. It's not the way this is going to go down. (laughs) Sit down and shut up. Like if he ever came to me like, mom, I have a problem with the way you said something to me. I'd be like, great. Cause you're gonna have a bigger problem with what I'm about to say to you now. Like, (laughs) no, but you know, that's just different types of parenting. And I think a lot of it is like, you don't get an opinion. The fact, you know, the way I was raised. And I, I'm not saying that I think my seven-year-old should call the shots and should tell me what to do. I know. But she's so emotional yeah. that you have to address the different types of emotions right. that she's going through. And if I was to just ignore them all and shut them down, I know it would be like a yeah. worse explosion like, yeah. than actually figuring out what the problem is. But I think that, you know, in dealing with a child like that and understanding my background and what I do for a living – it's actually given me a lot of perspective because I think I can identify an issue and then try to be more creative about how to solve the problem, keeping in mind how different people look at right. it, you know, right. different, different versions of the same well, story. You know, it's, there's a thousand ways it's going to cat. I mean, it's, yeah, you exactly. Know, there's and multiple solutions to the same. It's like, you know, two plus two is four, three plus one is four, one plus exactly. one is four, you know, well, one plus three. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, you still get to the same conclusion. But, so. you know, the process is different. And sometimes the learning I find comes from the process, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's difficult. It's hard during the holidays because especially my family, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody knows what's best and it's hard. You know, you have to bite your tongue sometimes and say, I'm the mom. These are my children. I'm going to raise them the way I want. Not necessarily the way I want, the way we want, my husband and I, but you know, shutting out a lot of that noise. And we've talked about cutting out toxic friends, you know, toxic people from our lives and focusing on what really matters and what's really important which is much easier said than done. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just love it when people like tell you how to parent and they don't have kids and it's just like, okay, you don't get to talk. Yeah. But that happens all the time. All the time. All the time. All right. Yeah. I, I, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Anyway, back like, to happier times. It's outrageous. Uh, you know, how you sit there and you, you listen to so all those things. I, I want uh, everyone to, I'll talk about Christmas and you talk about Hanukkah, but ha- have an amazing Christmas. Slow down for just a bit. I know 2020 was really kind of, uh, for everyone listening, like for some of you, it didn't impact you too much, but for a lot of people it did. And it's been a very emotional year. A lot of people have had a a lot of financial hurt this year. So it's a year to kind of realize what the holidays are about, not to be cheesy, but truthfully, what the holidays are about, spending time with each other, being grateful for our health more than anything, Absolutely. Um, you know, enjoying the outdoors, getting outside and kind of enjoying everything in your life that kind of you can't buy. And that is my wish for everyone on this holiday podcast, the holiday podcast. So everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. And happy, all I say Merry everything. Merry everything. <laughs> and we that are, works. this will be our last episode until after Christmas. 
Uh, we want everyone to have a break. We've got a lot of hectic stuff coming up. I'm going out of town and just wrapping up the year for clients and patients and all kinds of stuff. So um, drive safe, be safe. Everyone stay healthy. Stay grounded. Stay grounded.